Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, the radio flagship home of the Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout, Brian Broaddus. Uh, he is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 p.m. Central on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. You can catch that on the Odyssey app. Uh, Brian, we, we have a little bit of a controversy here in Dallas, or... or or the owner general manager w- would like us to have a little bit of a controversy. Uh, first off, let me ask, how you doing? How, how are things? Doing great. In your yeah, world? doing great. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, you never know when Jerry Jones is going to show up outside the media room and drop a little news <laughs> to you. How about that? Yeah, he did. In fact, let's just, we're going to jump right in. This is a long cut. It's about two minutes. We're going to jump right into listening to what Jerry had to say uh, on Thursday to reporters, sort of an impromptu discussion about the quarterback situation, and then we'll react to it. Well, of course we want uh, uh, Dak uh, uh, to be here next week. That's the that's the thing you do. Uh, but uh, Dak and I want uh, Rush to lead a team to a victory here and get another win and get another win, and that's the only way to look at it. Looking back when Dak was playing instead of Tony, it was game by game. It wasn't the long look we had after two months to look back. It was actually play by play, almost series by series. So so do I think that it's possible for Rush to come in here and play the level to win games the way Prescott did uh, when he took over for Romo? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I certainly think that's possible. But is it possible that Cooper could play well enough that when Dak's ready to go, Dak won't go because Cooper's played so well? Well, it was impossible, ostensibly, that Rush could, I mean, that uh, Prescott could play that well and keep uh, Romo out of the championship game. Wouldn't it be something if the same thing happened and you, uh, this is the way I think. And uh, Tony was ready to go and ready to get in the game, and there you had Prescott ready to go. Which one's going against Green Bay? Okay, wouldn't it be something if you had a dilemma as to uh, which way you go? You do that if he gets 10 wins. Same thing that happened with Prescott. I think like that. So you'd want that? You'd want that controversy? Of course I would. Okay. Of course that means we'd won. If it comes in here and played as well as Prescott played, Rush played that well over these next games ahead, I'd walk New York to get that. Do you think you can do that? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know that, but uh, uh, I, I would. Uh, you can't find on record where I said I thought Dak Prescott could do it. When he had the, when he stepped in and had the chance to do that, but he did it. And then, really quickly, Sean and RJ, our buddies, our teammates over one hundred and five fan, they got Mike McCarthy's reaction. Here's what he said. Well, I, I think the first part, um, you know, he was talking about winning, and, and obviously, it's all about winning this time of year. And we want, obviously, want Cooper to be a big part of that. Uh, but you know, I, I think the second part is really something that you guys have. Um, probably are having some fun with so enjoy yourself drink your black coffee and go for it but uh no vodka water for this yeah yeah we have a little early guys now i am really concerned but um, i think you know clearly everybody in our locker room and and everybody in the building jerry included you know dak is our quarterback and um you know we want we want cooper to be as successful as possible so I, i think it stops right there does it stop right there brian broadus is mike mccarthy right like yeah don't Zeke Elliott says, nah, it's all, it's all, you know, just where it's marketing at the end of the day. You think that's all this is? 
You know, I don't know if it's just marketing. I, I think there are things, and I worked with Jerry Jones for 14 years, six as a scout, and there are things that he honestly believes. There's things that he, you know, that he's looking at and he's thinking, what if Cooper Rush turns out to be uh, a guy that can come in here and win NFL games and he just needed an opportunity uh, to do that? And, uh, you know, I, I I really do think it's unfortunate, though, that the comments like that come out. Now, if you're in a staff meeting with Jerry and, you know, he makes a comment and says, Man, what if Cooper Rush can? What if we? What if we really developed a guy here? What if we really got somebody that we can rely on? If he says that to the staff and Will McClay, the scouts, the coaches in a meeting, that's one thing, you know, where they can kind of talk him through. But you know, he's made a significant investment in Dak Prescott. Now, I'll say this: you know, if Dak Prescott has to play better, if Week One is. You know, if that's that might be just the outlier game for Dak right now. But I think as much criticism as I've given Mike McCarthy, I honestly respect him for what the answer he gave to Sean and RJ. Yeah, I really do. And, you know, Jerry is Jerry is a little uh, P.T. Barnum, you know, Barnum Bailey Circus. (laughs) And it. He loves for you to talk about his team. He loves to tell you about injuries uh, at, right after the game. You know, he he really relishes the opportunity to talk to the media. Bobby, you guys are out there. He had to make it a point where he was doing that interview was right by the media uh, media offices, if you want to say. You know, him, Emmett Smith, those guys, you know, filming a thing in the PR library, which is right next door. And then all of a sudden there's Jerry, you know, popped up, you know, seeking out basically the media and, you know, the media seeking him out. And you're always going to get a quote or two from Jerry. But, man, this is one of those ones that he can talk about being excited about, you know, Cooper Rush and what he could do and maybe the, the possibilities. And, you know, Cooper Rush in two games has got you two victories. So, yeah, you could be excited about that. But, man, you know, everything that Dak Prescott has done for you, uh, you know, trying to get back from being hurt. I mean, he's out there, you know, padded up in practice yesterday, you know, trying to get ready to to play a game sooner than later. I mean, he's he's trying to cash a check that you've written for him. And I mean, cash a check in, hey, oh, we could maybe have Dak back for Washington or, you know, I mean, yeah. just cra- crazy things like that. It's Jerry's team. I get it. I respect Jerry. I mean, he's been great to me over the years. But, man, this is something that didn't need to get out. And and I think that Mike McCarthy did a nice job of of saying, hey, Dak Prescott's our quarterback until uh, until further notice. Yeah, I, I like the way that McCarthy said. And most of the players, I know you guys got to interview Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Ezekiel Elliott talking about it. They all seem to kind of shoulder shrug. Um, and I know we talked about this a little bit the other day about the the chances of Cooper Rush taking over, just kind of like the hypothetical of like what what odds would we give that? Um, and man, I, I I just view it as two completely different scenarios. Romo was at a different stage of his career than Dak is. They were trying to move on from Romo. Yeah. They were looking for a reason. The, the injuries were mounting at an alarming rate, and they were looking to move on. He was at the end of his career. Yeah, and and not just that. I think that while Cooper Rush has done an admirable job filling in, Rush hasn't even played up to the level that I think Dak did during that stretch with Romo. So Dak played better than. I mean, you got to remember 
it was the Cleveland or the Pittsburgh game, one of them, where after that game, they kind of made their decision of we're, we're moving ahead with Dak. And uh, through that time, when you, you know, after the first game of the year where they lost to the Giants, they go on this winning streak. And during the course of that time to where they made the decision, Dak was like eight and one, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, something like that, a, like a 107 passer rating. I mean, he had been playing absolutely incredible. And while Cooper Rush has been, good, good enough, and that's all you really need out of your backup quarterback is just to be good enough. Uh, I don't think he's been good enough to take the job from your $40 million quarterback, and I, I don't see that within his capacity. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, You know, okay, Cooper Rush, go play against the Rams and, you know, it beat them. Go beat Matt Stafford. Go right. toe-to-toe with Matt. You know, if you remember uh, Dak's first year, toe-to-toe he goes toe-to-toe with uh Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay they get a nice win there uh goes toe-to-toe with Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh gets a win there yeah you know yeah Cincinnati I mean you went toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow that's a good start that's a good start but you know Cooper Rush is going to have an opportunity to win these next two games if you look at who they're playing he has a he has a great shot of beating the Giants on Monday night and he has a great shot, I think, of beating the Commanders the following week. Now let's see if you know what happens with the Rams. You know, it, it, you build enough of these things, then Jerry Jones will have his controversy, especially if Dak Prescott comes back and doesn't play well, say against Philadelphia or somebody like that. Now you're going to have your controversy, and now you could potentially have a divided locker room. But the one thing that Dak Prescott did in 2016 is. He won that locker room over. Yes, he did. It was unanimous. He changed, he changed the attitude of Jason Witten. He changed the attitude of Des Bryant. Those two veterans who are very good friends with Tony Romo believed that Dak Prescott could take them to that Super Bowl that they were looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's we, – we referenced this a little bit the other day. There's a little bit of, uh, I, I think, a misnomer as to – Man, it was this really divided, tough decision. I don't think when they made that decision for Dak, there wasn't a lot of difficulty in it. Other than just it's the difficulty of having to tell somebody you like and has been around for a long time, he's not the guy anymore. But in terms of what was best for the football team, they were players, coaches, everybody. They were pretty unanimous by the time that decision was made. They were looking to move on from Tony Romo. Dak Prescott provided them an opportunity to move on from him from the injuries and from the other things that were starting to happen, uh, you know, to Tony, they were thinking, okay, what's the transition going to be? They didn't have a transition going into 2016, but all of a sudden, you know, Kellen Moore gets his foot stepped on in a practice. Yep. And Dak Prescott looks good against the Rams uh, in the Coliseum. And you start to kind of put some things together and you get some wins. And that was their out right there. Jason Garrett, uh, Stephen Jones, Will McClay, Jerry Jones, they made the determination that Tony Romo was no longer needed for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I, I think both of us are in agreement. You, you've kind of said it there. You would, you don't think it's likely that Rush plays well enough to take a job from, from Dak Prescott. But I guess the next question is, let's say he wins this game against the Giants. He wins one against the Commanders. Dak is back for the Rams. So you've got... 4-0 Cooper Rush in his career, who's at least to this point made two game-winning drives down the field. Is there any off-season trade value? 
You think you, or, or would you rather just hold on to him as a reliable backup? Or would you say, hey, let me find some quarterback desperate team that may be willing to give me some high capital for him? Look what the uh, 49ers, the 49ers spent the whole offseason trying to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And now look where they are. You know, the 49ers season in week two was saved by Jimmy Garoppolo. Sometimes the best trades you make are ones you don't make, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, sometimes you push and push and push and can't find anybody to take a player. And then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, maybe the maybe the Cowboys should have held strong about more for Amari Cooper. Or yes. maybe they should have figured out ways to. And I'm not just saying this about what Amari Cooper did against the, the, the Steelers on Thursday night. But if you look overall, now we'll see if they're right or wrong because likely you're going to get uh, Michael Gallup back this week. And so with Lamb, Gallup, Brown, you know, you got you got a pretty good receiving crew there. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, to answer your question, if you find a stable, capable, winning backup quarterback, no reason to put him on the street. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.